Hello, I'm Joshua Groisberg, a history enthusiast. And I'm Jacob Friedman, founder of People's Big News. And this is Gen Zero's Talk Politics. This is where two members of the next generation of American adults talk about what's going on in the world. Since the whole world is on fire, we might as well take a crack at delivering some insightful analysis and maybe some comedy along the way. So we'd like to welcome representatives of State of the Students. Uh, we'd like to welcome founder and executive director Laura Soibelman, development director Tal Yahalom, and communications director Ella Briganoni. Our first question is, State of the Students, why did you create it and what was the original purpose behind it? So I, uh, in the summer of 2018, I interned at Senator Elizabeth Warren's office. I was like a um, not on the camp. She was had a Senate campaign at that side, but it was her um, Senate office, not the campaign office. So I was taking a lot of constituent phone calls and listening to voicemails and helping with casework um, and all of that stuff that interns do. And while I was answering all these phone calls from people from all around Massachusetts, asking for assistance and various things, I discovered a few things. One that um, people who were calling didn't really know what the Senate office could do for them and what it couldn't. Your senators can help with help you with anything related to federal agencies. Um, and the people who were calling, some of them did have issues with federal agencies and others definitely did not, where I'd have to refer them to legal services or um, you know, your mayor's office or your um, state representative's office or, or any of the like, um, and not the Senate office. And after that, I kind of thought, well, okay, well, if there are these people who are calling who don't know what it can do, that means there are a lot of people who aren't calling who we could help who just don't know that they could call in the first place. Um, and I also, uh, one of my fellow interns there, Emily Wilrich, who is um, the co-executive director now with me, I kind of talked about it and decided, well, this is no good. <laughs> we should probably um, do something to help people engage in a better way with their government, especially high schoolers um, who I think are just at such a critical point in their lives where you're kind of discovering things around you and that especially you're discovering politics and the news and it's very confusing. So with all these ideas in mind, started State of the Students to try and um, connect students with their government officials, give them like really impactful experiential civic education, um, and really help them understand their government on a much deeper level. Yeah. So uh, to each of you, what has been your uh, personal favorite moment or project and so, so far and why? I guess I can start. Um, so I guess like one of my roles as development director has been like working primarily on expansion of our organization. So something I'm really grateful that I got the opportunity to do was talk and interact and meet with so many um, young people over the country that are all like so um, motivated and excited about all of this work. So that's been one of my highlights, yeah. I just gonna say that I would echo that. Um, my favorite part so far has been being on the meeting with all of our officers and chapter leaders throughout the country. And it really is inspiring to see so many civically minded young people 
in every every background and every region and I really love being with them and all the energy that they bring to it is just really it excites me for the future. Yeah, I'll agree with Ella and Tall. I think you know we've we've definitely interviewed um, some cool people, but it's just so amazing to see other people already really excited about it. Like Ella was kind of saying, it warms my heart and makes me feel so inspired um, to keep doing things. I mean, build, you know, uh, building off that point, uh, you have uh, chapters all over the country in many, many states. Why do you think you've been able to expand so quickly and so far? Um, I think this is a tall question. <laughs> okay, so I think that the key to our expansion has been doing effective and meaningful outreach, like primarily through social media um, and you know, communicating and reaching out to different people and organizations, yeah, through social media. And I think that like we've seen, or at least I've seen that there's so many young people that are interested and students across the country are so interested in civics and learning about our government and finding ways to be involved and connect with their government that once um, you talk to them and explain um like how many opportunities there are and how they can get involved that students like jump right in with excitement. So that's what I've seen. Yeah, I would just echo Tall's point and say like, I think there's, it's not that people are apathetic. There just isn't a, a lot of times the opportunity presented to them. And so when you present an opportunity to people as we've seen, they're really excited to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really important that like all of our outreach is through social media and it connects to the younger generation in a way that a lot of organizations don't currently. And so I think it's really great that Stay of the Students, uh, they reach out directly through that way. What would you say is the organization's prime focus now with the new administration and with the pandemic still raging on? Yeah, I say we focused a lot more on, you know, usually prior our events were in person. Um, we've shifted virtually, which has actually been kind of a blessing in disguise in a way, um, because it's so hard to schedule in-person interviews with people. It's hard to get the equipment. And that um, is also something that's actually really helped with our expansion in a way, because now people, now that these online interviews are kind of, um, how do I say this, like a, a given, it's really helped our chapters get interviews with people that maybe beforehand they wouldn't have had the resources or the time to be able to do. Um, so I think, you know, the pandemic has actually, in a way, um, propelled us to do more than we thought we could have. Do you guys, as an organization, have kind of uh, in a, a main objective? Do you guys have a larger goal in mind as you do all these activities and expand across the country? Um, I wouldn't say that there's like a specific goal. I think there's always work to do and like young people to connect with like with their government and like it's always changing. Um, so yeah, Lior, do you wanna add anything? Yeah, I think for me, like ultimately what we're about is making sure that high schoolers and really everyone can engage in their government with their government in a critical way. I don't like my goal has never been to like sugarcoat your representatives or anything like that. 
Um, it's always been to know that this is a body. Uh, this is something that you can interact with critically and should interact with critically and vice versa. Um, so your government officials should be talking to you um, and you should be talking to them. Um, so really that's my goal is to create much more of a critically, civically engaged generation. And also can I just add that as um, a nonpartisan organization, all students, regardless of political ideology, like um, are encouraged with us to like connect with their representatives um, and to do this work. And I think it's like so important, like what Tal and Leora are saying is that um, there's still a lot of work to do because civics is always changing. Like people view civics as this static governmental boring thing. But like what Leora is saying is like students can interact with it and they can be a part of it. And I think that's really the big goal of the organization too. So again, for, uh, for each of you, how are you feeling about the current state of American politics post 2020 election, post Trump, now in the Biden era? I'm feeling hopeful and encouraged, like seeing so many young people involved, not just in our organizations, but in like youth-led organizations across the country. Um, so I'd say feeling hopeful. Yeah, this election has taught us anything about our like power as young people. It's that like we can't be underestimated anymore by politicians. And I think that's something that a lot of us thought before, like we didn't have value or we didn't have anything to bring to the table. But we've definitely seen that that is not the case. So just as Tal is saying, I'm feeling really hopeful, especially for future involvement of our generation in politics. Yeah, I would just echo what, what's been said. And I think, you know, the effects of this past administration in a way have really galvanized people who would never have been galvanized before to in interact with their government. And so I think that like Tal and Ella, I'm hopeful. I, I, I have immense faith and pride in like what our generation has and can do. Um, and I'm hopeful for the future. You've all mentioned that you're a nonpartisan organization with hyperpartisanship dominating the country and everything really starting to feel like it's political and you have to take sides on things. How do you as an organization, you know, avoid appearing as if you're biased towards one side? You know, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> um, like you said, it is a very hyper polarized time. I think we've worked and obviously we're not nonpartisan people we're our own individuals with each with our own opinions but I think you know when we enter into the state of the student space we put you know our own personal beliefs aside to just say we're sharing a common goal here which is like experiential civics education and that includes and that includes anybody um so we've really tried to um, diversify who we're interviewing, um, diversify who um, joins our chapters, um, who has leadership positions, all of that. But you know, it is obviously difficult. Students and constituents may not always agree with their um, elected officials, and nevertheless, it's important to like have that dialogue. Um, and that's also a key part um, of what we do, making sure that like regardless of if you have differing beliefs that you still get to have that dialogue with your elected officials because they are elected to represent you.
Yeah, I mean, you guys have been able to interview an amazing range of individuals across all your chapters. You know, I, I remember uh, one of my favorite was uh, your interview with Kevin O'Connor, the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate, you know, because although his chances, he probably knew his chances were very slim going into the race. I thought you guys did a very good job at talking to him and representing a more diverse variety of views than other organizations are able to. How are you able to you know, reach out to all these politicians and sit them down with pizza and just ask them anything? Uh, something I've, and Tal can jump into this in a minute, something I've discovered is that, um, you know, we do it by email mostly. All these offices have scheduling emails and, and things like that. Uh, when a group of kids goes to a politician and says, hey, I want to sit down with you and interview you, um, for my entirely kid-run platform, and you'll be seen with kids that they actually like that. They like being seen talking to kids. Um, but that's been my experience. Tall, if you want to add anything. Um, yeah, I think that's a great point, Leora. I think that often that connection between youth and like government like is missing, that when like they're presented with the opportunity, just like our students in our organization are excited to talk to them. I found that it goes the same way most of the time with elected officials, that they're also excited to hear what we have to say and to answer any questions we have. Yeah, it's definitely like reciprocal because on one hand, all these politicians, they do like the publicity. And then on the other, like to see how genuinely excited and the great questions that each of our chapters bring to all these interviews um, they see that and they want to be a part of it. Do you guys, would you guys mind sharing with us if, if you guys have any uh, current plans for expansion of your organization? So maybe Leora can also talk to this, but I think currently um, our tran- we're working on our transition to next year. A lot of our leadership um, are high school seniors. So that is changing to be one of our focuses right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we're proud of where we are right now. I think we have 20 chapters now in 20 different states, which is really incredible. And we're just focusing on maintaining that um, and making sure it's in a good place to keep going next year. What final message do you have for our listeners? I would say, you know, your government is here. Um, whether you don't have to like it, maybe you shouldn't, you shouldn't just assume everything's all right. You should engage critically with it. Um, and there are channels for you to do that, um, whether it be through state of students or just getting involved locally um, with any, you know, interest groups or actions that are taking place to pass a certain bill. Anywhere from, you know, your town to your state to the federal government, there are ways you can get involved and engage with what's going on. Um, because ultimately, at the end of the day, it, uh, it's going to affect your life, and you should be able to critically engage with it. Yeah, I agree similarly to that. Um, I would say, like, don't let people tell you that you don't have anything to contribute. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what your background is. There is something that only you offer, and there's something that you have to say that can make our civics better and can make our government better. So I would say go out and use that voice and find an outlet and they're out there. And then once you have your outlet, I would say reach out to other people and help them find their voice as well. Yeah, like you both said, I think it's so important to understand that at the end of the day, 
it's your government too. Um, and I think that's the most important thing. And there's ways to work with it. And it should, at the end of the day, work for you. Thank you very much, Liora, Ella, and Tal. Make sure to follow Stay the Students on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Links will be in the description. And visit their website, www.staythestudents.com. that concludes this episode of Gen Zers Talk Politics. Be sure to join our Discord server, follow us on Instagram at Gen Zers Talk Politics, and on Twitter at Gen Zers Talk Poly with an I, and add or email us to ask your burning questions. Thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next time.